This week on Media Delta, Robocop. Hello and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Um, we're talking about a pretty, like, seminal classic of the 90s, or the 80s um, today. Uh, talking about a movie that uh, is somehow both uh, not talked about enough, but also still pretty popular, I guess. It is a movie that a lot of people, you know, know of. Um, it's a movie with that is very interesting, so to speak. Um, there is a lot about this movie. And we're talking about Robocop today. Um, 1987, uh, Paul Verhoeven. Uh, it is, I don't even know what genre to call I mean, it's technically an action movie, although it's a lot more than an act. It's, I feel like calling it an action movie is kind of, you're not kind of like, there is definitely action, but I feel like calling it strictly an action movie kind of robs it a little bit of. On its most basic level, it is an action movie. Yeah, because this is there's layers to this movie that are interesting. Um, but yes, uh, I was not the only one who watched this. So uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm here to watch Robocop shoot that guy in the dick. Hi, I'm Typhus, and I'm also here to watch Robocop shoot that guy in the dick. Yeah. Remember when Robocop shot that dude in the dick? It, it's it's a good I, moment. It, it's it, a it, commentary on police brutality, but it's also funny. It is. It's, it, that's why that's kind of the thing about this movie. Now we'll probably get into it once we kind of go through our uh kind of our impressions, but uh this this movie is like like I said, it's an interesting movie because it's it makes you feel like you can't go into this like something like a Die Hard or Commando. Like that's kind of the thing with an action movie because it's like there is like this is a movie that sits with you a little bit because it's like, oh, wow, stuff like happens. That's kind of like sticks with you a little bit. OK, so to be fair, uh, like things like Die Hard, Die Hard is a straight up action movie. This is actually more of a commentary than anything. It is. is also an action movie. It is. That, that's kind of the thing about it is that it's not just an action movie. It's also it's kind of the it's the thing that I always describe it as is there's that uh, meme about Gundam that is basically like it's the crudely drawn Gundam with the guy looking at it. It's like, oh, wow, cool robot. And then shooting over his head is like war is hell, like shoulders, like a bunch of actual political messaging above it that just completely missed because, oh, hey, cool robot. This is one of those movies um, that it's a commentary, but also like weird. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of think uh, before we have to get into anything, any more deeper conversation, I think we should probably just go around and just kind of talk about what we thought of the movie as a whole. So uh, Axe, uh, what do you think about this movie? So I enjoyed it and, you know, I, I enjoyed it the first time I saw it and I enjoyed rewatching it with a group of people. And uh, I got to I got to be honest, like this is the kind of movie that I feel is best watched with multiple people. Like it's good on its own, 
but it's even better when you have like a bunch of people watching it together, especially if they're like people who've never seen it before, because it's just the people's reactions to the different, uh, different scenes and, uh, uh, set pieces really kind of makes it more of an experience because, because Robocop is really at its core, an experience, um, with a lot of, uh, hidden, with a lot of not so subtle commentary about, uh, police, police brutality and, uh, just kind of the, the, the general state of corporate corporations running, running police organizations. Um, um, actually real quick. It's not just that it's also a, a ripping into consumerism as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's, it's a multi-layered film and that's what makes it so, so like tricky to classify it because at its heart, it, it is, it is a heart. It is an action movie. It's got tons of gunfights and explosions and, You've got your your good guys in the the big shootout with the bad guys kind of thing going on, but it also also paces itself pretty well, where there's lots of downtime for the characters to kind of develop on screen. So it, it's not like a strictly. I I would kind of actually put it alongside Die Hard, but it, Die Hard really didn't have a lot of commentary so much as it was an action film, whereas RoboCop has something it's trying to say. Um, and it's, it does a very good job of at, at times subverting the, the, the expectation of the, the viewer. Like for example, the, um, the, uh, scene with the guy getting shot in the dick that f- at yeah. first, at, at first blush, he shoot, he shot a civilian and you kind of would expect that from, you know, a rogue police officer, especially one that's a robotic police officer. However, uh, that's quickly revealed that he, in fact, shot between her legs to shoot the guy in the dick. So it's it's little moments like that that kind of stand out in this movie, and and sort of like you you expect one thing to be happening, and then it does something completely different. Um, there's there's some questionable special effects, particularly the Ed the the Ed two hundred nine, yeah, which look really not that great. Now, now that you'll kind of look back on it. Um, it's kind of the thing that it like. If we're talking about pure technical, like trying to if you're talking about the concept of filmmaking, of trying to think that there is that robot that's walking around like looking in natural life, it doesn't look good. However, if we're talking about like. Does it make this film worse? I feel like it actually makes it better. Because it looks goofy and I love it. It looks uh, goofy. It moves awkwardly because it is stop motion. But it also lends to the entire idea that it is a flawed concept that they are going to sell regardless. Yeah. And 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 it's and that that point is also a big a big point of the movie because that's the reason why RoboCop even comes about is because it's shown that they are unreliable and dangerous and the uh, corporation looks for an alternative to to that hence the RoboCop uh, I forget what they called the actual initiative but I think it was just called the RoboCop It's called the RoboCop initiative yeah It's called RoboCop okay I didn't want to I didn't want to misstate it yeah. but anyway yeah. yeah outright said uh, the RoboCop project Yeah it, Yeah because 
for those who haven't seen it, uh, there's a scene where they show off the Ed 209 and sh sort of show off what it can do, and it malfunctions and kills another executive, uh, much to the horror of the other executives. And then uh, immediately, another executive leaps on the opportunity to sell his Robocop project, which goes into fruition when uh, uh, Murphy gets killed in the line of duty and becomes the first Robocop. Yeah. Well, it's also great, like that scene in particular, because it's like like because it takes place essentially in a boardroom and kind of the because um, it it's another thing that I just want to quick mention about this movie. That's really good is the fact that you can if you like, like even like read a description of like a scene, you could read the description of what all the stuff that happens in this movie and it still doesn't like downplay actually watching it um, because a lot of this is just taking in the spectacle of what the hell is happening. Because uh, what's nice about that scene is that it's taken in the boardroom. So there's a bunch of like executive like there's a bunch of like corporate people sitting around a uh, table and basically uh, they're showing off the 209 and someone basically like pull out a gun, which, by the way, they just happen to have a Desert Eagle on hand, which a is great. chromed Desert Eagle. Um, and uh, basically points at the thing, and then the thing, like the uh, the executive guy pull, puts a gun down, but then the Ed Two Hundred Nine doesn't register it and just shoots the dude like seven bajillion times. And majority of the people are just horrified. But then you just have the two people are like, "Oh God damn it! This is gonna make our sales worse." And his, the their whole point of the Ed Two Hundred Nines wasn't just for uh, urban settings; it was also being marketed towards military use as well. As as the one guy mentions later on in the film, please, they don't need malfunctioning robots to murder civilians. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we could just uh, get more of our malfunctioning fighter jets. It's perfect. God. Yeah, so, trillions wasted. But yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's it, the movie runs on on spectacle, despite having a lot of downtime. When it really like leans into a scene, it leans hard into that scene. Like when we get to to Murphy's Murphy's death, that that scene in particular was was uh, leaned into very heavily. And the movie's actually very gory. Yeah, a lot gorier than I remembered it being. Yeah, well, also it doesn't help the fact that the version that we watched was uh, so so originally when this movie came out, uh, it was actually. <laughs> When it the cut that they originally went sent to the MPAA to get it uh, rated, originally got an X rating, uh, so they actually had to cut down a lot of stuff. Uh, majority of it being the scene where Murphy gets quote unquote killed. Uh, we actually watched the uh, unrated director's cut, which I think is just basically the cut they sent to the M uh, the MPAA. Uh, which that is a, a another thing that I like like um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because I. Do not like gore. I have put said on record that I do not like gore. Uh, I there are several scenes of this movie that I I kind of have to walk out of the room from because they're just a bit much. Uh, that scene being one of them. But I would not want them to take that scene out because it is such a. Um, it's so over the top that it's great. Like. If it wasn't quite as just completely ridiculous as it was, I don't feel like it would just be weird. But the fact that much like everything else in this movie, they just go completely over the top with it. 
it's just almost kind of funny um just yeah. how like needlessly gory it is yeah it it, it borders on outright parody at, at how how just needlessly violent the movie is in every single uh, aspect you know like for example the uh, a little more subtle well not so subtle but less gory but the uh, the the 50 cal weapons that the bad guys get near the end of the film to take down robocop uh when they fire them off creates an explosion which no no bullet creates an explosion like that but it's needless and it's it's, it's exaggerated and that's a big big uh a big um mo- i want to say motif of the film is the exa- exaggeration of of violence well, they even point out that's high-end military tech that's being provided yeah. by the corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, also, it it kind of it goes really into the theme of this movie. That one, of the thing that it's a like it's a um, like a critique on, um, like according to just taking a look at the Wikipedia, uh, like this is just straight up a riff on Ronald Reagan and the kind of his like the kind of media that like the 80s brought us like it is just ludicrously over the top yeah it, it, it's mocking the, the sort of ultra violence and over the top violence yeah that's that's what which I is why say. everything yep. it does is over the top everything okay and, and that was that was it that was it okay yeah, no, I, I really enjoy this movie, and the more I see it, the more I enjoy it, because, like, the more I can sort of appreciate it. But, uh, it, it's a really interesting movie. Uh, yeah, as we went on, uh, it, 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 it pokes fun at a lot of things, uh, and satirizes some of them, mocks them openly, even. Uh, like, with, uh, going, going back, like, even ignoring, like, the police brutality stuff, like, there's the new segments, but every time... It is sandwiched between these large ads that are longer than the actual important news they're spouting. And the ads themselves are completely ridiculous over the top and asinine. And it's it's in its own way mocking the TV uh, and, and sort of consumer culture cultivated by Reagan and the Reagan uh, in the Reagan era. Just that sort of obsession with consumerism, advertisements, oh look at this cool new thing on TV. Well, ignoring the news and god if that doesn't still persist just albeit in different forms yeah problem is this this is the problem is this movie is evergreen and that's what sucks yeah because the police brutality it makes fun of is still very prevalent uh some would argue even more so nowadays but uh and, and just uh consumerism obviously uh just I, I don't know it, it's it's so much it's it's a lot all of it well i wouldn't it, say that it's it's gotten worse i'd just say that it's become more seen. like more more in the limelight now yeah. yeah now we're now we're actually seeing it because we have yeah. everybody has a, a camera on their on their self at all that, times i mean it's like more prevalent yeah yeah yep you are it is harder to ignore which you figure like something like this is so like oh maybe we should just take a look and maybe you know, look good, and then not much has changed. Um, like especially uh, now with the like ever advancing use of technology in both police and military uh, things, like with 
if you say, for example, take a look at the modern like approach to like uh, any time that there is a like you see the cop or like you see police in art like when they are armed, they are like obviously they are not like decked out in chrome like Robocop is, but they are like not that far off actually yeah uh, the the militarization of the police is an increasing problem that once again that even pokes at too like with the 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 robot that they use initially even pointing out that yes this is meant to be for military use too uh because your boy dick the one in charge of that project actually gets really fucking pissed at the dude who made the robocop project uh, for getting in his way, because he had military contracts already lined up and everything. Yep. Uh, also, like, in regards to Ed 209, like, the use of unmanned, like, unmanned, like, machines weaponry. to, like, weaponry in conflict is a thing now. They're it's just... A problem. Very tiny, actually. Um, it's this sort of detachment from the violence, but that's yes. a different beast. Um, yeah, that's also the thing with RoboCop is that it's like it's a, it's a, it's not a like. There's the concept of a lot of films, and I know this is like an incredibly weaker case of it, but there's like films that you watch, like it's like I'm gonna watch this film exactly once. Because when I see it, I, I'm good. Like, it's the kind of thing that, like, a lot of people say about, like, Shinna's List. It's like, it is a movie that you were glad you've seen it, but I don't know if this is something I can watch repeatedly. Because uh, it's just, it is a, like, it's not like a popcorn flick where you can just, like, oh, I'm just going to watch, like I said, Die Hard. This is a, a movie that you just watch and it's like, oh, this is a lot. Like you gotta take a breather after watching this. I think it's just because it's because it's it's got that messaging to it. It's got that that whole underlying un, the underlying themes. It it it's it's not a mindless film. You you're thinking about it as as it's going on, and it's it has a bigger impact because of it. it yeah. it's the illusion of mindlessness more than yeah. anything. Yeah, because it. it it it, it yeah this that's exactly it it creates that sort of illusion of it being a mindless popcorn flick but at the back of everything there's all this this commentary going on and it just it it kind of keeps reminding you piece by piece and it just creates that little bit of impact that kind of makes each scene like like the scene where uh, Murphy gets killed that much more powerful yeah uh it is important to note that the the uh, the director of this was uh, Paul Verhoeven, who also did things like Total Recall and Starship Troopers. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, the apolitical film Starship Troopers that had nothing to do with politics whatsoever. Yep. Yeah. The the, the man has a track record of uh, uh, doing these. Also, I do feel worth pointing out because other two two other movies he did, uh, Basic Instinct and Showgirls. Mm-hmm. Which are interesting little side notes between, you know, Robocop, Total Recall, and Starship Troopers, but it's still kind of funny. Yeah, I, I was more just pointing out the man has, like, a history of this yeah. sort of, like, satirizing... Uh, incredible, language. yes, the quote-unquote incredibly apolitical piece of media. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, it. except except one other thing that I the one thing that I think and it's I think it's the thing that kind of got Robocop. It's like, oh, it's just at first glance, it's just a dumb action movies. The sequels exist, uh, which, um, you know, you know, what's great about the fact that this is like a direct riff on Ronald Reagan. It's like policies. You know, what's what'd be a good thing to have uh, your second one be based off of is a very hard anti-drug motif about mm. people taking a drug called nuke that they just screw <laughs> into their neck which is like okay. yeah I yeah. I think you kind of missed the point it is also a different director which yeah and also, also that one goes in a really weird direction by the end with the corporation that this is the point uh huh but uh that's not this yep and then uh, also the numerous video games based on RoboCop. Mm -hmm. no, the reason wow. why we're doing Culture this. Culture at large really good at missing the message of a movie? Wow, I'm fucking shocked. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great when we end up doing the Platoon video game that actually exists. Yeah, almost... I have a copy of it, actually. It's, it's, one, it's not good, but also, what the hell? It, it's, it's almost like the monetization of a film with any sort of message will eventually strip it away because of that and it will just lose any of that in the process yep like you uh, can absolutely hard when you're trying to sell toys to children for this ultra-violent movie yeah remember oh, there was also there, there was a toxic avenger cartoon so there's absolutely no depth that they won't sink to to sell sell to kids also another show or another movie that got a cartoon robocop because yeah. why not that was it's the 80s yeah, doing lots of cocaine and vote for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, cocaine no, it, Reagan. Yeah, I mean it was the age of cocaine, especially if you were a fucking white executive. Yeah, like um, you see in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like you see in this fucking movie, fucking dude doing cocaine with his with the sex workers. Yep. Um. No, I'm just. Mm. I mean, I still I, love the fucking stock ticker over the urinals. That was a really good touch. The problem is, I'm pretty sure that's an actual thing. Yes, that's the problem. You figured it out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's no, it's an interesting, it's interesting, too, because actually, if you think about it, there is no problem that gets solved in this movie. This is entirely a story of revenge about a man just turned into a robot getting revenge on the people responsible for his death. Yep. Uh, because he doesn't solve any problems, actually, about society at large. And the only reason he is able to shoot the big villain, who is never actually directly his enemy, um, is strictly because the corporation lets him. Yeah, because one of their own went rogue. Yeah, he was threatening the head of the company. And that's the only yep. reason that Robocop did anything. Yeah. Yep, and then practically the moment after the dude falls out the window... Um, it's like, oh, what's your name? Murphy. End of movie. So you don't see any sort of like conclusion. It's like, oh, wait, then just someone replaces and then things happen. Yeah, it's not about a man trying to solve crime. It's about trying to get revenge. And that's kind of the funny thing. Yeah. I mean, he he solves some crimes here and there, but they're they're mostly. Well, I, I don't want to say they're petty crimes because there's an attempt at rape and murder. Yeah. But yeah. like 
he starts off with a petty crime, go, goes straight into a, a, a potential rape murder, uh, and then from there he's he's just realizes that he has a, a, a revenge plot to to tie up. Well, not just that he solves these crimes; he solves them through excessive force. Yes. Right. Fucking but, brutalizes hey. a man, then he shoots up a couple of dudes for the attempted rape. Uh, one of which he well, shoots in the dick. Well, specifically that one because uh, the guy had was grabbing the girl by like the throat, and that was the only like quote unquote clear shot that he had. Yeah, the yeah. other person just straight up runs away. Yeah, so he doesn't doesn't even actually solve that crime or anything. He just shoots the one guy who was a threat, and on top of that, immediately the lady goes to try to talk to him, and his first response is, "I'm going to call a rape crisis center for you." And just completely ignores her. Yep. And like it, like it's great because that first scene, which is or the dude robbing the gas station, like Robocop just comes up, like bends his gun and just throws him into like a liquor cabinet and just leaves. Yeah. Doesn't and even it, like arrest him. And I think I think it, it plays on a larger a larger theme of the ineffectiveness of, of cops and the ineffectiveness of the militarization of police, which was something that was ramping up around that time, was uh was you know, kind of arming arming cops with bigger and better weapons and bigger and better toys and just how that has had absolutely no positive gain on you know on stopping crime or the populace at large. Yeah, it it is also like the thing of like it's I don't know how I feel about the the what I quote unquote, one of the villains uh the dude the uh, Cl- Clarence Boddicker the dude who is played by the dad from that '70s show which is always funny um but also the fact that it's like oh he's in like bed with the corporations just selling cocaine. Just sold in neat little bottles, because that's how you distribute cocaine. Okay, so specifically that one distributor that was selling it in nice, neat little bottles. Oh, right, yeah. And also to note that the uh, the big bad executive that gets wasted at the end of the movie was working hand-in-hand with the big bad uh, drug dealer slash, you know, criminal whatever mm-hmm. uh, that... Uh, uh, effectively uh, kills uh, Murphy at the be- at the start. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of like, can, like I don't want to say convenient like thing, but yeah, it's just like a. It's a lot of layers. It's a lot of layers. That's like. Okay, um, but it makes more sense when you realize that they were buying arms from the company on the side. So it was obviously this executive making bank off of them. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And on top of that, once again, the corporation owned the police force. Yeah. So the yep. guy even mentioned that he would just be out in like a month. Yep. Because exactly that. Like, the point was that he was in bed because fucking corporations, the... particularly executives, will do anything to make more money. Yep. Mm-hmm. To get that so, co- it, it sweet, sweet cocaine. Yep. Delicious cocaine. The cocaine Reagan. Ah. <sighs> smells so good. Smells of hate. See, now I'm just thinking of cocaine. I am just thinking of a very good line in the movie that the fact that it is the seven, the dad from that 70s show delivering it makes it even better, which I won't repeat 
uh, one because it it is it is I, not something that I'd like to say, but also it's just funny to hear when it comes out because there is it, it is one thing that I for kind of forgot about. Uh, just because it's hard f's. It, it is a movie from the 1980s and. Basically, some people that the villains of this will use like there's also some there is also the use of an anti-Italian slur in there. But yes, there is like stuff yeah, they like just that. Casually slip that one in. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. very It's all it's very hard to it's it very easy to miss. But yeah, also, it's the kind of thing that it's like, oh, right. You could it's the 1980s. You could just get by with that. At least it's not Bill and Ted where it's the hero saying it. It was just, it was still weird to hear it. It was, yeah. it was just, it's like, it's like going back to some old school rap and hearing it or hearing, you know, yes. you know certain other, other, other terms. It's, it's very off putting, but at the same time, like you said, it, it is, it is kind of funny hearing it come, come out of that 70s show's dad's mouth. Yes. It, it, it is just like, yeah, it's just the thing that's like, oh, right, that's, it's a different time period. Um, I, I I completely forgot that there was a uh, the F slur in uh, in the movie. I I blanked it's kind that, of that out. It's kind of that thing that it's like, oh right, that just do that because it's like, like I said, you kind of forget about it in Bill, both Bill and Ted's, and also like there it it shows up a lot more than you kind of remember it. It's actually kind of really unfortunate, but yeah, yeah, um. But yes, it's a product that is, of that time period is unfortunate. Yes. Also, another thing, it is the peop, it is the villains that are using it. it. Not that it may not that it like reduces any effect of it, but also it is one thing to point it's out. More, it's more apropos. Yes. You, you expect it to come out of their mouths. You don't expect it to come out of Bill and Ted. Yes. Which why I'm glad that that second that newest movie that is. That newest movie is actually really good. A lot better than I was expecting it to be, but that's also a different... That is a different subject. Um, but yeah, also... Uh, I think that point... I Is there any other thing that we kind of want to talk about this? Because I think we've kind of... I, I do want to say it also made fun of like the normalization of violence in a number of ways, but one of the interesting ones was actually pretty early on with the police. When they were just casually commenting on the police officer who died and about the fund you can give to his widow and his family, and then immediately just swap out his name tag on the locker. Yeah. It. Speaking of another thing that you kind of forget, like, it's like, oh, right, th this hasn't gotten better. It's just reminding me of uh, how GoFundMe is now this country's greatest healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's callousness towards human life. Yeah, which is prevalent throughout the entire movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Basically, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of uh, a means to an end kind of thing. Like, or, or rather, not a means to an end, but the ends. The end justifies the means, because you know, RoboCop goes on a, a single a single handed rampage through the city, um, and regardless of who gets caught up in his wake it doesn't matter you know even though he does have a prime directive that he's not to harm innocents uh, i would still argue that innocents do come to harm because of his actions 
But also, yeah. the, the whole point is like the way he twisted it to use for revenge. Mm -hmm. Because they dealt drugs, but like, what defines an innocent? Yeah, that's another thing that you kind of think of as like, oh, wh what is the definition of innocent can vary depending upon who the programmer is, which is OCP. So that's probably not yeah, that's a where very good definition. It's it even muddier. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no distinction, really. The only the only time that he makes a distinction on an innocent life is when the woman is being held against her will. And he solely judges her innocence based on that, which I'm I'm not going to argue against that that judgment, mind you. But you know, like, when he goes in and he shoots up the the cocaine factory, for example, you know he shoots up pretty much everybody, whether they've pointed a gun at him or not. Yeah. Although to be fair, I think everyone in that room is carrying a gun, so so yeah. that could also be a thing. But it is very much the thing of it's like. Hmm. I wonder what the programming is on that, because the diff, the you don't really you do see kind of his vision every once in a while, but you don't really see it a whole lot. Mm. To be fair, I would also want the world to burn if I saw the world through scan lines. God. Yeah. I mean, how do how do you quantify innocence? Yes, especially as someone who worked who in past life was a computer scientist. That is a very tricky question. Any sort of recognition like that, especially a ethical one like that. But my, I think my that... Point is, though, that the directives directives are incredibly vague, and he even twists them for his own means. Yep. The only one that he 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 isn't able to twist is the final directive, which is the hidden directive, which is he can't you know kill any o OCP uh, executive. Exactly. And the only way around that is for them to basically fire him, and then on, upon which he can then open fire and kill him with impunity. Yep. It's fine, though, though, because he can swirl his gun real good. God. I just love that. It's, I know, it, I know they're, they're, like, pressed for time, but I just love how that one motion is enough for uh, his, his old partner to recognize that it's him underneath the helmet. The one thing I would say about about that is, uh, considering how incredibly stupid it is to look to twirl a gun base or like just in general, but to specifically twirl an auto loading pistol is violation of at least three different common rules of gun safety. Mm -hmm. So if I saw someone do that, like, yeah, you're you're standing and doing that. So you're not dead. So I guess you're my partner. The only other idiot to do that. Doing sick twirls of like this heavy ass burst fire pistol all over the place. God. I love the burst fire pistol. It's so stupid. It's such a. It is just a stupid, stupid weapon. But it's just so good. It's also great because that gun, like, technically exists. Like, there, it is based on an actual gun that was like. You don't see it that often because in real life, that's actually. Having a machine pistol is almost always a bad idea because you physics. But Kick on that thing would be miserable. Yeah, that's why no one really uses it. Though granted, with all the heft they looked like they added on that gun, you would probably imagine. And it probably yeah. That but that's also a entirely different like conversation. Yeah. 
Also, the fact that I love the fact that uh, it, you, whenever you see him in the car, uh, you never see him below the waist because of how that suit actually like mechanically worked. Uh, he's never wearing pants in the car. Yep. Well, no, okay, so it, it's, it's complicated because the interior shots, they have to move the seat around to actually fit him in. But for the exterior shots, so for the interior shots, you're right, he's not wearing pants, ever. That's why they shoot from the waist up. And any time they, the one time they show the pedals, it is only his feet they show. But from the outside of the car, whenever you see a shot on the outside, they have gutted the seat. Because yeah. I, would, I would think that he wouldn't be able to fit in a, in a standard-sized vehicle with all, mm. that, with all that extra mass that he has. Which is why he didn't wear pants. For the interior shot. Like, for the <laughs> interior shot. I know, I know we're, you're talking about, for, for the movie, I'm just talking like, if it were like a real thing, he, they would have would to have a special car for him. Also, because I, I looked it up, because I never actually realized it, um, Robocop, like, the actual, like, once he's Robocop, um, he's only six foot. Damn, he can fit into a car just fine then. Fuck that. Like, or at least a court. If this one page I'm looking at ha- is accurate, like he's it's only six four. Now I don't don't know if maybe Peter Weller is six four, and that's where they got it. Um, but yeah, it's the court of this thing. It is six height of. Oh, wait, six foot and three hundred pounds, which I guess would be the suit then. Also, I I, I kind of. Uh, just real quick, wonder, like, how much of him was left? Like, how much of him was still human tissue and organs? And how much of it was RoboCop? So if I remember correctly, it is basically, I believe, just the torso and the head. Like, even part of the head. Um, because um, the the arms and legs are definitely not his. Um and I, I, let's see. Um, okay, well, let's see. Oh, that's that's the wrong RoboCop. That's the uh, that is the uh, nineteen or that is the two thousand four RoboCop, which is which the one. is also a good movie. I've never seen it, so I cannot. I, th- judge. I think it's a halfway decent remake. It misses. It doesn't have any of the messaging or any of the. Uh, the underlying uh, themes that uh, the original had, but it's still a decent action film. Oh, good. There's an Angel Fire site about Robocops. I'm sure that... Sweet. Oh, it's actually working still. How much is... Yeah. Well, let's see. Okay, how much... It... Wait, also, that is... Did they, did they put 1.9 centimeters? Because I'm pretty sure that's wrong. Uh... <laughs> I lost the tab. Yeah, one point. Okay, this. Okay, so they screwed that up. So I'm not going to bother with that one. <laughs> anyway, also the other thing that I found funny was how easy it was for, um, at the end scene for Boddicker to just put a like normal like like piece of rebar through Robocop that oh. I it just looks really weird. Mm-hmm. Also, I saw something about Robocop from the Good Smile Company. I thought there was a Robocop Nendo. 
God, but it's not. That, it's just, that was <laughs> terrible. It's just an action. It's an it's an action figure. So. Soon enough. Soon enough. You'll you'll have a Nendo. You'll have a Funko Pop. I'm, yeah, I I can almost guarantee you there's a RoboCop Funko Pop. Get it right now. Look at dude. Oh, let's see, RoboCop Funko Pop. Uh, yep. I'm not. Let's see. From Funko.com, the Robo. Okay, that's that is not. That's not what I wanted. Website. <laughs> let's see. Funko RoboCop. Uh, it is no longer. It is no longer on sale. Uh, but this is a hideous looking. Like, I know it's a Funko Pop. But man, this is a bad-looking Funko Pop. <laughs> you know, that at least atrocious. That is that is really bad. No, the thumb. We know what the thumbnail has to be. Okay, at least link it in the description then. I'll see if this Target website's even still up. Yeah, we can't. We can't have any thumbnail other than you know. Oh no! I, I meant just like take that image and put it like an imager and then post it. Yeah. Either way, good movie, fun movie, a lot of, a lot of really, really enjoyable, fun, yeah, action, yeah. I, I, I think the, uh, I think the, the, the event horizon of us looking at the Funko page has determined that it is ready for ranking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to say I enjoy this movie. I think it's pretty well paced. It's really like it's, it's fun movie, but it's also one of those movies that like the more you look at, it, the more you realize, oh, this is actually very bleak. Hmm. Yeah, you didn't say what you thought about it, Lolo. I I really like this movie. Like, it is a movie that I like. Uh, the problem is, is that it is a movie that I can watch, maybe like once every like five years, because it's like, yeah, this is a movie that's like, oh man, this is this is the coolest looking, depressing movie I've seen. Yeah, it doesn't it paint is, a positive picture of things. It is evergreen in the worst way. Mm-hmm. Also, also, there are a couple scenes that I just, I just, nope, I'm going to walk out of the room for a moment. And I know which scenes they were. Yeah, that dude blew up real good. <laughs> Got ran over and turned into stuff. All right. So with that, uh, we're going to rank this using our normal 1 to 21 scale, um, with 1 being absolute mastercraft, and 21 being not even worthwhile garbage to, you know, like it's not even fun to watch. Uh, so, Axe, what were you thinking? You know, maybe I'm going to get some hate for this, but uh, I, I think this is like Die Hard, but with messaging. I, I would put this at one. All right. Thorpo. Oh, for the first time, I don't have like a definitive number in my head. And it feels weird. It feels fucking weird. Welcome to the club. <laughs> no! Take a rain, you fool. Indecision come from let me look at what we have in the top. Ooh, aliens and commando at two. Uh I think two is actually probably a good spot, but I'd be okay with one as well. But I think two is more spot for me. Okay, so I think we have a first here. Um I actually was gonna put three. Three wow. would be fine by me too. Like I, one through three I am fine with. I it, think it, two is a solid spot I, though. I think three is the absolute floor. Like I I also think that this movie's fantastic, but I just wanted to like I kind of push back a little bit because I this movie can be a little rough to watch at some spots, but I can definitely also see that that might also be a personal twice tasting. And I would actually be fine with any of the Mastercraft rankings. I think this movie's really good. So either one of those three works. 
And it one through three works fine by me. Uh, so I guess it's time to. Shit, where do we put it then? Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing to think. Um, because I I would I'm gonna just go ahead and say I'm fine with it being two. So let's let's just start at two and then see. So at two we got aliens. Uh, command with an asterisk. Uh, Pat Labor. Labor. Pat Labor. <laughs> the Slayers. And a Vampire Hunter Deep Bloodlust. Yeah, I'm see, I, I saw like Aliens Commando at two, and I'm like, mm, you know what? This is a good spot for that. Now, the thing with that is that, um, if I'm it, like, the thing with this is, I would definitely say, like, over like Pat Labor, uh, Pat Labor, Slayers, and uh, Vampire Hunter Deep, no question, I would put it over. Aliens and Commando, I'm thinking about. Also, just to other the other comparison of what we got in one, which is Die Hard, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Redline, and Adam's Family. Um, I, I definitely would say, like, if, granted, we don't do it like this anymore, and it's also not how this list is meant to do, but I would definitely say that Die Hard and Raiders and Redline are more, like, better movies. Uh, Adam's Family, I know that's a little bit of the, the weird one, but it's really in that kind of borderline category that it's like, I could definitely see it being either. Um, the problem is, I'm pretty sure I accidentally overwrote the questions that I had for Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> that was actually the determining of what we do for one. So I I can try and remember it, but I can... See, like, I remember the gist of it, and I think that this might actually... Also, why do I have my... You are crushing my nuts right now. Also, apparently in Notepad, I just have opened the text file that has the high scores for Zero Ranger. Why? <laughs> I just have a bunch of... I just have a bunch... Some tabs and all that, and because it's, like, text values, it doesn't matter how many you have. I'm like, oh, wow, why do I have, like, that open... See, do I'm just kind of going through. Maybe I got lucky and I saved it, but I think I probably didn't. Um, it's, I have the questions for we asked for Cobra Part Two, but that's not going to help us. Um, Lolo, you are fucking killing me. A bunch of ISOs for the 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 Q files for Clockwork Night. That's uh, that is the description. That is for one of the Hazeltown episodes. That's the Q file for Kadelka. Um, I don't even know what that is. Oh, I think actually I do. Um, that is something completely different. Okay, I do not have the questions, but I can kind of. Oh I can. I, I generally remember it. what this is. Okay, so I'm going to try and recall what the questions are. If I remember correctly, I believe that one of the questions was, "Would you put this in?" Okay, so if I remember this, does this um, does this belong in the top one percent of all movies? Or actually, no, it was two percent of the genre that it's in, which I guess would be action. Yeah, that's I, action. I would say yes, and I would also say yes. Um, is it the top five percent of all movies in general? Uh, that's that's tough. Because I mean, for the top, my my, I have my like like I've said before, my top three movies are John Carpenter's The Thing, 
Spirited Away, and The Princess Bride. So, um... Well, top 5% of movies, not just top 5. I know, I know, but still, that's... Yeah. Top 5%, man, that's a question that I, I don't know if I can really answer. At the very... Um, top 5% of all movies of all time. Yeah, it's it's really good, but it's like, hmm, that's a really fucking rough question. What are I, the other questions? Yeah, what are the other ones? Let's try I, the think other. I, I think I remember one having uh, universal appeal was also one. Something around that. Okay, so I would say no, this doesn't have universal appeal. Like, very clearly, just based on your, your, uh, what you said about <laughs> it. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have that. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like there's just some things about this movie that I just feel are really rough. That it's though. Then again, if we do universal appeal, then we're just kind of. There's like really good niche films that just because someone doesn't like it, like it's just not part of their genre that would prevent it from ever getting one. Right. But still, I do feel even in a general sense that there are just some roughness of that movie that I could definitely it's, it's very like, good for what it is, but there is yeah. still some just rough bits of it. I mean, that'd be like asking me if a, sh a shmup should be a uh, ranked one. Yeah. that That's kind of the thing I was thinking about. Yeah. I, but, I think universal appeal should be a more wide ranging appeal. I think would probably be. Yeah. Like outside of just like, Oh, I don't like the genre. So of course you're not going to like the movie, but even then, like, providing you don't have that, is this really accessible? Which, even then, I would still say, there are some things that I can see people being turned off by it. Like, particularly the jitteriness of, like, the yeah, 209. I feel like that is something that... That looks strange, but also, like, the over-the-top violence, I would argue. Yeah, I think yeah. the over-the-top violence is probably its biggest... It, it's strongest and weakest point. Yeah. The nuance, like, I feel like some of the nuance will be lost um, on folks. And it has been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. As, yes. Wow, cool robot. <laughs> wow, cool robot. Yeah. I God, I almost feel like the existence of the sequels almost puts us in two, but granted, that's not generally a thing. No, that's, we that's, do. Wait, that's, that's not fair. That is, that is not fair. That's, that's that is not, not fair. fair. That, is, that, is, that is just my that personal That is da damning by association, my friend, and we do not do that on this but, program. But then again, also, that is kind of basically the inverse of what we're doing is that we can't put the Adam family at one because Adam family values exist. Which so is something that I vehemently disagreed about, but that's a different discussion altogether. Yeah, so I so that that is yeah, that is not a valid. It, yeah. It's also because then you fall into the too many cooks argument as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, On top of that, it is a beautiful example of this movie being misunderstood. Actually, yes. Yeah. Because otherwise, then you'd have to put Aliens lower because Aliens three exists, and also Alien Resurrection. That is true. Yeah, uh, guilt by association is, doesn't work. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, not, not a valid, not, not a valid qualifier. God, I like, kind of one or two. Like, I don't know. I'm stymied on this one. I kind of feel like this. So, if I remember correctly, the reasons that I had the asterisks on there was when I was waiting for a uh, concrete example of how to determine, de delineate what a one is, which I had. Then I forgot. 
<laughs> so, God damn it. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I was I actually was kind of worried. I'm like, should I go re-listen to the Indiana Jones one to determine what the thing was? And I'm like, nah, it's not going to get a one. And I'm like, oh, here we are. Like, how do you not have a guide for these sorts of things for the fucking Media Delta? You have uh, so much shit written down low. I had what it. You're missing. And then sometimes you accidentally hit X when you're not, and you forget to save it. And then it just poof out the window. Well, then just fucking re-listen to the re-ranking yeah, at some I, point. Yeah, I, I, I got to do that. Also, I have, I have like the listing of like in on one of these tabs. I have, uh, the pool that I was gonna take from, uh, for like stuff to do for a month. Like, oh, here's like the random the things I was gonna throw into the random list generator. <laughs> That's in there. What the fuck? Previous media delta lists that I was gonna Laura, you are fucking killing me. The <laughs> intro that I had for when I was doing intros for these things for Mappy. Oh, I'm going That's... to hunt you down and slam you in the garbage. I have a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, I I kind of feel with I'm the discussion that we're having beat your ass. I, I kind of since we're having the reservations, I kind of feel we should just play it safe and just do it two. Two is fine. Two is still a good spot for two it, is honestly. right. Two will be right next to Aliens and Commando, which are fantastic movies. Can we put an asterisk next to it? Too? Yes, we can. We can okay. absolutely put an asterisk because yeah, Lolo... next to it because Lolo is oh. a dipshit. Everyone, <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I will. Eat my words, or I don't know if that's the right phrase, but I will. I will eat my words. I, I will. I will eat crow, and I will put the asterisk because I screwed up. Because my so if I if I were to just quickly quickly make make my 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 argument for one, I feel that this is I, like I said I I put this on the same level as Die Hard. I feel like the the movie has a lot of layers to it, and the more you watch it. The more you 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 come come away with like new like un, un, under underscored messages and uh, philosophies, and you you realize different things about the movie. Um, and I think that puts it at least on the level of Die Hard, which is a layered movie, but doesn't have the same kind of like subtle like subtlety and messaging to it. It's it was more about the technical craft of the movie is why we put it at one. And I think RoboCop should stand up there because of the way that it interweaves uh, different ideas uh, in in such a way that you know you can can keep watching it and find something new. And that's that's where I stand. Yes, I I have put an asterisk and also a descriptor of why it's at two. Because <laughs> rather than having to be try and remember something that I did. I was about to say eons ago, that was literally, like, two months ago. It was two months, and you forgot to fucking write it down. Yes. <sighs> anyway, it's episode 69. Nice. Uh, this came out in 1987, Paul Verhoeven. This was definitely a theatrical release. Uh, this is not a kid's movie. Uh, it action. sure isn't a kid's nope. movie, but... Won't stop it from making fucking toys. 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 Cartoon. The Highlander cartoon. God, I fucking, I love the 80s and its love of, like, trying to make 
like to to market these super violent films to children via toys. Also, I feel like I have to put the tone of eighties. It's the 80s. it's the eighties. Yeah, it is an incredibly eighties ass movie. Gore plus and yikes. Yep. Uh. Yep. I was thinking yikes and gore plus. Um. Yeah. Also, the the one other thing that uh, I kind of forget about this movie is that there is a little bit of nudity at the at the front end of the movie that just kind of like casually glossed over, which is also kind of humorous. I totally missed that. Yeah, like there was there in, was in def- the, uh, the locker room. There yeah. Was a, oh, the oh, there. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it just kind of like, oh, right. That that's there for like a half a second. To be fair, I barely even like would write that one down yeah i I, feel like it's not i wouldn't because really the other thing is really the more damning thing of it yeah well i i more mean it in the case of like they don't draw attention to it in the way that's like super sexualized or anything it's just a lady changing yeah yeah and and you also see butt cheeks from the dudes in the background Yep. yep yeah no it's just people in a fucking locker room behaving like they're in a locker room yeah, it's the thing that it's like, oh, right, because I'm looking at the ring and I'm like, oh, right, that is technically there. Anyway, um, let's see. We What do we want to put down for music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art? I wouldn't put anything down for the music because I don't feel like the soundtrack was really all that good. No, it's just kind of there. There is a there is a theme, but it was just one of those like 80s themes. It's like, oh, right, I can kind of recognize this as a theme of Robocop, but yeah. Uh, charm, I'd say there's 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 a charm to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah I, definitely. There is definitely a charm to it. There's a sleaze charm to it. Yeah. Cinematography. Um, cinematography? It was well shot. I mean... It is, but I don't know if it was like, oh, if there wasn't a case where it's like, oh, wow, that's a good shot. Yeah, no, it's 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 standard action film shooting, I, I'd i say. Yeah, and the, and the story is pretty. Uh, hmm. So the story if... is pretty average, but like the point to me, at least, is the layers. But yeah, yeah, I feel like I should put something down for the messaging across that kind of stuff. Like, I, I. I don't know if I should just put a thumbs up for it. Just put an onion. Eh, yeah, there is an onion. There. Uh, <laughs> action. Why do you listen to me? Um, action. I think action's fine. It's fine, but I don't know if it's like a really good because the action scenes aren't really that good per se. Like, it's not like, oh, this is an interesting fight. It's more just like, Here's RoboCop shooting a bunch of dudes. As he gets shot up, yeah. Yeah, and just... It, it's nothing really to write home about, but it's still, like, that's not what this movie's about. Yeah, I think this is further cementing why I feel it should be at a two. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, art. Art, I'm... I, I think the, give... the... I would give it a thumbs up just for the RoboCop alone. Yeah, I was thinking either that or I was potentially thinking a shrug because like the stop motion could probably it is very stop goofy. It was kind of jank, but I actually do feel some of the set design was pretty on point. And and to put a fine point on it, yes, the the Ed yeah. Ed 209s looked like crap, but they weren't heavily featured in the film. They appear in like two different scenes and that's about it. Yeah. And also it was yeah, obviously stop motion because there's only so much they could do, but also I feel like it lent to the idea that the Ed 201 was a piece of crap. Right. 
Yeah. And then and then um, RoboCop on his own. And then of of course a big props to the the squib work that they did for the uh, the practical effects and all they did for the actual like people being shot and limbs being torn off and things like that. Yeah, like, Murphy got dismembered real good. Yeah, they did a real good job with the uh, makeup and effects. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yep. I still say also that, like, some of the set design is pretty solid, too. Like, yeah. the, the bat, the VIP lounge, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything for gear, Nay? Mm. I look at the fucking Media Delta charms yeah. that are I, on the opposite end. I can't really think of anything in particular I want to call it. So I wouldn't call it like boy. Hmm. I wonder if boy, it's the XDs maybe. I mean, yes, but like it. Yes, but also it's not like it's not a it's negative a, way of it. It is a commentary on its era as opposed to just being a byproduct of it. It's not the thing where it just kind of like, oh, it's kind of it's like, not oh, like say it's not like say trading spaces where that is very much a movie where that's like oh right this is this is a 80s movie that in itself is a critique of its own time which i feel like yeah it gets a slide for that one and yeah that's the the only because like the only thing i could think of that is like oh right they did that is again as we mentioned the casual use of some language but yeah outside of that that's not really that much um, I can't really think of any other charms, though. At least negative. Because that, if anything, it has the fact that it hasn't aged poorly is a problem. Um, yeah, that's not its fault. And it's not bad cheesiness. Um, it's not campy. I don't know if I'd put yeah, made of. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. On Robocop. At number two here, because Lola forgot the number one questions. Can't fucking colon V. Yeah. Oh well. You're gonna well, have to re-listen to the Raiders of the Lost Ark episode. I mean, in a year when we do the the great rank screw up again, when whenever we whatever the next Tron is gonna be. <laughs> and we have the other the next we just discuss rankings. Um we can definitely come across that because then we gotta, then we gotta, we gotta fully settle for once and for all Anne's family and commando too. The um, great debate, yeah, the great debate part two. Yes. Anyway, uh, that is going to do it for Robocop. So, X, uh, anything you want to plug? Yes, the Autistic Self Advocacy Network is a fantastic organization organization uh, run by people with autism for people with autism. Uh, if you want uh, to find more resources on autism and how you can uh, help lead a more stable and independent life, just head on over to the Autistic Self Advocacy Network. All right, Torpo. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Torpotypist and at Torpotypist on Twitter. And I would like to plug the gaping wounds in my body left by these guys. Yes. All it right. Was my move, and I was the creep. Yep. Also, yes. Um. So, uh, next week we have something that's almost on the complete opposite end of the tone spectrum. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Moomin next week, <laughs> which is what do you mean almost? I think I think that is about as hard of a tonal shift as we've ever had in Media Delta. 
going from hard ass like oh shit the world's on fire both in the thing and also in the real life to oh hey it's these nice little finish little creature dudes uh so yes uh specifically um we are talking about return to a movement valley which was a 90s era i think technically 80s era uh anime actually technically based off of uh finnish property and a finnish weird comic. thing finnish comic uh movement which i'm not super familiar with but uh they're they, cute they are very I... cute any of my familiarity with it comes through a friend yes uh, I just like I, the name Moomin. Uh, I, I just know of that video where they gotta they they gotta save the police station in Moomin Valley, so they gotta do more crime. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that is going to do it for this episode. So, thank you all for listening. Bye. Me. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ltp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodepuzzlo at 7.30pm on Fridays, 2.30pm on Saturdays, and 1pm on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server which you can do so by going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.